Welcome to Slingstones, a podcast with insights for the Christian journey. Before we begin this week's episode, we'll let you know of an upcoming event in Ashland, Ohio on September 7th through the 9th called Deeper. Dr. Terry Wardle will be covering topics such as increasing identity and security, discovering core longings, facing the difference between righteous and unrighteous anger, and many more. For more information and to register, please visit healingcare.org. We hope to see you there. And now your host, Terry Wardle. Okay, so by the time you hear this podcast, I am recording it a little bit earlier, I will have stepped down as the president of Healing Care Ministries. This whole thing began as a very small seminar 23, 24 years ago, and it's grown to a sizable organization. I mean, we have over 27 employees, counselors, teachers, administrators, finance people. We've offered many, many seminars and events. We have different kind of certificate programs. We've, we've literally been able to serve thousands of people, maybe even tens of thousands when you consider how many people listen to podcasts, how many individuals have watched online, and all of that's been to the glory of God. I've done all of that, and all of us that participate, we do it because we believe that life in God matters, and that when we go through difficult periods, the Lord wants to meet us. and He doesn't want us to carry the emotional baggage that we often do throughout our life. And, and that's the reason that I've spent so many years developing and serving this organization. But the time has come, and I'm stepping away as the president. The board's working to find someone else that's going to take my place. And I'm sure there are many, many qualified and gifted and more capable people that are able to do that. I, I'm not retiring. I'm simply going to do the things that I'd love to do most, which is going to be speak, do podcasts, do some writing, maybe meet with some folks that think I might have a bit of wisdom that I could share with them. This is something I've been thinking about and considering for about two years. I've prayed about it. i talked to my family about it. Even some circumstances as of late have reinforced the need to do that. But I want to talk to you a little bit about it, particularly one aspect that I'll get to in just a moment. The easy answer if someone would ask me why now is simply... It's time. Makes me think of the book of Ecclesiastes that talks about time, a time for sowing, a time for reaping. Well, it's just simply time. But part of what makes it time is certainly my age. I mean, I still feel like I have a lot of tread left on the tires, but okay, in a, by the time you listen to this, I'll be 71 years old. I think there is a need in our organization for someone that's younger, that's innovative, that can take a fresh approach, and that can also handle all the issues that are part of an organization like this, which involve finances, fundraising, scheduling, dealing with personnel, and so forth. 
part of it has to do with call. I happen to be an individual that believes in call. I would have never dreamed when I was in high school or I was in college that I would spend my life serving the Lord for 10 years or so as a pastor and then as a person teaching in seminaries. But God called me to that. And I feel the same thing about this. I think God has, if you will, called me away from this responsibility and calling me to something else, which really leads me to a statement that comes in a book. I may have mentioned it. It's called Crossing the Unknown Sea, Work as a Pilgrimage of Identity by David White. He's an Irish poet, philosopher. And in this book, he makes this statement, and I want you to hear it. To have a firm persuasion in our work, to feel that what we do is right for ourselves and good for the world at the same exact time is one of the great triumphs of human existence. Yeah, this is exactly where I am, and I'm going to read it again, that we need to have in our life a firm persuasion about our work. We need to feel that what we do is right for ourselves and good for the world at the same time, and that that is a triumph. That, that's part of why I have felt led to say, you know what, it's time. Because there were so many pieces of what you need to do when you're running an organization that it no longer felt right. Maybe it did at one time, but it didn't feel right anymore. And I don't think I was the best at it. Therefore, it wasn't good for the staff and good for others. I want to be where God has best fit me. This, this relates a lot to 1 Corinthians chapter 12. The Apostle Paul wrote about this. He said, look... God gives every person a certain gifting, a certain work, a certain degree of influence. And while my gifting and work and influence may look different than someone else's gifting, work and influence, we all should be in the place where we know this fits me. Whether it's just beginning our vocation, or maybe even into our retirements. No, not maybe, even into our retirement. It's best when we have this deep sense, I'm doing what I was made to do. That's where we make our greatest contribution. That's where we begin to feel most like me. And that's true for me. When I have an opportunity to be before a, either a small or larger group and share what God's laid on my heart and the principles that he's taught me, I feel, if you will, in my skin. If I'm sitting down with someone and they ask me some questions about the journey, I feel again like this is what I was made to do. Now, sometimes I used to say to pay the rent, we've got to do other things that we do not necessarily feel are as uh, comfortable. But as a general rule, I would say that vocationally, we should be spending about 80% of our time in the areas of our gifting 
where we best fit, where we make a contribution that we leave feeling good about ourselves, and that it is, in fact, good for the world. That, that's important. This comes all the way back to the definition of the word vocation. I, I really would hope that today you don't limit the word vocation to job. Sometimes we need a job that gives us room to fulfill our vocation. And what I mean by that is you, you do a work that you're capable in that gives you the ability, if you will, to pay your bills and pay the rent, but it also gives you room to do what you really feel God's called you to go do. The whole idea of vocation is around the word vos, which means a voice, some voice, an inner voice. I believe it's the voice of God has called you to a particular task, to a particular purpose. And eventually, with a certain degree of sacrifice, sometimes training and risk, we leap out into that place. We, we respond to the summons of that voice. It's what we're made to do. And as I mentioned, sometimes what we're made to do fits perfectly with the job we have, and other times we do what we're doing even if we weren't paid for it because it so fits who we are. It, it brings us fruit. And, and that's where I am right now, and I, I just wanted... I don't know, to share this with you so that you'd be aware, but also to have you know that God makes us all with a, a particular, if you will, gifting and level of influence and a calling, a place where we feel most like ourselves. And there are times when we need to take the risk to lay down some of the ways we're using our time in order to embrace the way we feel God calling us to use our time, even if it's on a volunteer basis, so that we have that satisfaction, that moment in time, that feeling that we're doing what we were made for. Now, I've been, well, I founded Healing Care, so I've been the head of Healing Care for, I think it's almost 25 years. And so in letting go of this position, there's a certain amount of grief, if you will. I know that things are about to change, but there's joy because I realize I'll be able to do more of what best fits me. There may be some anxiety, you know, how I do, what will I uh, fill the space with, but I think also there's a great adventure in this. And I can't wait for the great adventure because I feel God summoning me to this great adventure. There, there is a sacrifice. There just is, obviously. You can begin to think of the different levels of sacrifice that would come when you lay down part of your job. But I think it's also a, a grand opportunity. God is up to something. And, and I think God invites us at different times to step more and more to an increasing degree into that for which he has called us 
and to that which best fits us. Look, there's a, there's a lot of things that I can do. I have some skills in carpentry. I can certainly dig a ditch. I can go deliver papers. There's a lot of things I can do. I can even lead an organization. But then there's what I'm supposed to be doing. And that fits with my gifting and my passions and the level of influence that I have. And it came to the place where I decided that beginning September 1st, I would no longer serve in that role. I'm going to move to spend time with you here on podcasts, to meet with people in seminars and events, to sit with someone that wants some wisdom, and if God gives me something to write, to write, which I enjoy doing. And I believe that as I let go, God will meet me in new ways with new opportunities. I'm not going to try to knock on any doors. I'm just going to watch and see what doors open before me. So I know this is kind of personal, and it may not be an inspirational thought, but I wanted to let you know where I am with all this, and also, just maybe, there is somewhere within this a challenge for you. Maybe there's a voice calling you. God bless you till we're together again. Mm -hmm.